Cloudcast Media presents from the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina. This is the Cloudcast with Aaron Delb and Brian Gracely, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome back to the Cloudcast. Coming to you live from the massive studios here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, a couple of, couple of quick uh, housekeeping things. It's just me tonight. Aaron is uh, a little bit under the weather, uh, but we'll be back for the next show. Uh, a couple of housekeeping things. Um, first off, um, we are going to have a show that will publish. Uh, well, this show will we'll publish uh, here in a day or so, as always, but uh, we'll have another show that will publish over the weekend. Um, some of you may have heard parts of it. Um, we we had a an issue with a show we did with Matt Brender uh, from Intel that uh, we were able to recover the audio. So we'll publish that again this weekend. It's a really good show about uh, looking at telemetry and some of the stuff they were doing. Um, should be a little different if you may have heard bits and pieces before we had to pull it the last time. So just uh, you're not losing your mind if you hear a show that you might have seen before. And uh, one other thing, wanted to thank Intel uh, for being a sponsor for the last six months. Uh, been a, a great sponsor, been you know able to, to get us access to a lot of very, very interesting people and want to thank them for that. So with that, uh, tonight, want to want to introduce, um, as we love to do, sort of a, a brand new company, um, a company called Anchor, and excited to have both uh, Dan Nermy, who's the CTO, and Tim Gurla, who is VP of product. So Dan and Tim, welcome to the show. Thank you, Brian. Uh, it's great to be here, and uh, thanks so much for having us. Yeah. So, um, you know, Anchor, I'll let you guys sort of get into it, but um, you know, you guys, you guys have an interesting background, um, having been at, uh, places like Eucalyptus and Ansible and, and some other companies that, um, you know, really kind of shaped, uh, the early definitions of, of what's going on with cloud and, and, and automation and a lot of things that are going on today. Um, tell us about, you know, what you're doing with Anchor and then give us a little bit of your background as well. So folks have a sense of, of the breadth of it and, and some of the types of things you guys have worked on before. Sure, I can talk a little bit about the team briefly, and then uh, Dan can talk about some of the problems that we're solving. Um, uh, my name is Tim. I spent some time at uh, Eucalyptus with uh, with Dan and Said Ziawani, the the other co-founder and, and CEO of the company. Uh, Said and I went on to found uh, Ansible with the creator of of the Ansible open source project, Michael DeHaan, in in 2013. Um, we subsequently sold the company to Red Hat, as you've probably seen in the news, and uh, we started looking for our next venture. And uh, I was I was always looking forward to working with Dan again, and and uh, Said and I. So we uh, we called him up and uh, started throwing some ideas around. Um, Dan, do you want to intro yourself and talk about the company a bit? Sure. So uh, this is Dan Nermy. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, uh, I met, as Tim mentioned, I, I met the, these guys at Eucalyptus Systems. I was a co-founder of, of Eucalyptus. And uh, we started that back in, in 2008, um, uh, doing private cloud platforms. And uh, Eucalyptus was acquired by Hewlett Packard in 2014. And uh, since then, um, worked there for a bit and uh, met back up with Tim and Said and was, was uh, super excited to, to start a new venture here in Anchor. And, uh, you know, everything pretty much aligned just right for us to, to get together and, and start something new uh, with Anchor. And it's, it's great to get started. We just launched the company um, about a week and a half ago. <clears throat> yeah, so I saw that. Um, it sort of it, it, it popped on our radar uh, partially because uh, Tim's based out here in, in North Carolina. So we always like to find a, a good set of people building some cool technology locally. Um, but give us a sense. What's What's Anchor working on the, you know, kind of the core technology and, and what's the problem you guys are trying to solve out in the marketplace? Sure. Uh, so uh, 
basically what what Anchor um, is is up to. Uh, we're focused primarily in the container uh, deployment space, so production container deployments, and uh, really. Um, the challenges that we're looking to solve are based around uh, a couple of observations that we and others have made. Um, that that uh, the first one stemming from um, the observation that container-based uh, systems have been adopted very very quickly, and adoption is increasing um, uh, in enterprise and in, in other um, uh, areas as well. And uh, there's there's a lot of reasons why this is happening, but it's happening really fast uh, and in a big way, very, uh, very solid uh, adoption going on in container-based systems. And uh, one of the primary reasons uh, that, that we found uh, why organizations are so enthusiastic about container-based systems stems from this promise of having a developer uh, organization um, doing, doing the work, whatever they're, they're doing, uh, having ideas uh, very quickly doing all of the work on a local environment, using a container-based system to essentially throw all that work um, into a commit, and then having a very rapid uh, feedback between doing the work and getting that work into production, getting feedback from that, doing more work, and continuing the cycle. So this ultra-rapid from idea to production is a very attractive uh, feature of container-based systems. Now, one of the ways in which organizations are trying to realize that benefit really stems uh, from from an idea of automation. So, you know, having human beings uh, in the middle between having an idea and getting stuff into production uh, can can certainly slow down uh, that process. In order to really realize that speed, you need a very rapid automated pipeline to get from an application development all the way through to this thing running in production, uh, rinse and repeat. And so with that automation, uh, the way that containers work, there's a little bit of a shift of control. One of the, 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 the ways that you can realize this is um, you know, developers have an awful lot of control about what software, what dependencies, what versions of things uh, they can pull into their container environment in order to have a, essentially what amounts to an encapsulated unit of work uh, that can be pushed along this pipeline all the way through to production. But shifting that control... Um, also leads to a little bit of uh, an opaque situation where a container is a unit of work. It's a bit opaque. And once you get something like this in place, uh, we've, we've seen some uh, potential users and customers realize that um, that opacity is, is, is a little bit daunting um, in terms of what's in the containers, what software versions really are going on, how are we going to manage the container sprawl uh, at the end of the day. And so some of these tensions um, have sort of arisen uh, when considering uh, going all in and getting uh, a lot of development teams uh, to adopt a container-based system all the way through to production. And so um, what Anchor is really going after is we want to give particularly ops and security organizations the tools they need to really be able to inspect and control container workloads as they're passing through these pipelines without losing the ability to implement um, you know, a fast automated pipeline. Um, so not having to ask people to adopt uh, a really intrusive uh, infrastructure component, but rather give people tools and services they can use to, to get that level of inspection and control to make the whole thing, you know, very transparent, very predictable. Right. 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 Yeah. And, and I mean, we've, we've you know, we're, we're starting to see that kind of uh, rear its head. You know, last year, what you know, we sort of like to say was, was the year that you know the, the Docker hype was was really big? It was you know it was just sort of the idea of 
you know, people using Docker, trying to figure out how to get into production. This year seems to um, have been a little more reality getting thrown in. So, I mean, we're seeing, uh, you know, numbers can be put out there like 60, 70% of, of all of the images that are on public Docker Hub are, uh, you know, infected in some way or security vulnerability in some way. We've seen, you know, some of the public registries go down where people can't get to things and they're sort of going, okay, I got to, I got to start to think about that, you know, placement of registry in terms of, you know, availability. And, um, and then, like you said, you know, just, it's a, it's a different paradigm where the developers can kind of go, look, I can, I can kind of package all my dependencies together and I'm sort of handing off this, not necessarily a black box, but kind of a gray box off to operations mm-hmm. and, and they're going, Hmm, <laughs> you, you want me, you want me to operate this? Do you want me to make sure it runs properly? It runs fast and it's secure. And, yeah. uh, it's a, it's a lot of opportunities for, for potential problems in there. So, um, so, you know, Kind of with that setup, where does where does uh, where does Anchor fit in here to to sort of help minimize minimize that or, or mitigate those those challenges? Yeah, so um, uh, you know w- one of the places that's um, uh, about the Anchor technology specifically uh, that we're developing and, uh, and we've we've landed a version um, already is is essentially uh, broken into a couple of different pieces. So uh, in in this particular problem area. One of the pieces uh, leverages some of the unique characteristics of the way containers uh, work, um, and uh, to, to do some some pretty interesting stuff. So uh, right now, there's an Anchor tool that you can take any generic pipeline as long as uh, the tool has access to a container as it's coming through a pipeline. Uh, we can take that container and really do a bunch of analysis. We can we can take that container, unpack it, look at it and gather a ton of information about that guy um, as it's coming through. And this can be done in parallel as that, you know, as that pipeline continues moving forward. Then later in the pipeline, um, when there's a point at which decisions have to be made, are we putting this container into production or are we going to stop it right now? Uh, we can use all of the information that we gathered to answer some really interesting questions. Is there a present security vulnerability that maybe just came out um, that this container is susceptible to? Um, is it violating some best practices policy that the organization has put in place? Things about modifying certain files or having um, you know, certain attributes uh, inside of the containers um, being this way or that way. We have a pretty lightweight policy engine for, for that kind of thing. And so we, we both have an analysis point and we have a control point. Um, and, and our tool for this is an example of one of the things that Anchor um, offers to users. So yeah, that was that was one of the things I, I was trying to figure out as I was looking at the company was, um, you know, is it <clears throat> is it more on the on the registry side of things? So it's it's you know it's driving the the thing that's sitting there uh, that potentially could get picked up. Is it is it integrating into the into the CI CD systems? Um, you know, like kind of where in those steps it is, and it sounds like um, it's going to fit into a number of places because you've got multiple places where vulnerabilities could get could in, get introduced. Is that yep? Okay. That, that's that's absolutely true, and we also offer uh, tools for handling um, a registry as well. Um, you know, as as you referred to before, there's some there's some concern in some organizations about you know from from where are these containers coming right in the first place, and um, you know uh, we we have some tools that help users um, you know uh, curate or start with a solid um, uh, baseline of container based images and. Uh, Having that that baseline uh, with with Anchor, it includes all of the uh, analytics and all the analysis that we've done 
um, over these containers uh, from the get-go. And so being able to correlate what your developers are doing uh, all the way back to um, uh, a set of known uh, state-based images is something that Anchor offers as well. And, and where does it, where, where do you get the information from that, that sort of, you know, either builds black and white lists for you or is giving you that, um, you know, kind of go, no go, you know, where, where does that sort of big, big set of, you know, big, big database of, of, of the, the good guys and the bad guys live? And, and how do you, how do you intelligently build that over time uh, to, to keep track of what's going on in the world? So, uh, you know, I, I guess it, 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 it depends a little bit because uh, what we're really focused on right now is making sure that we have a framework that's pretty flexible. Okay. So some of our initial um, uh, policies are ones that um, are completely customizable. Um, there are things that um, a particular organization might care about and they might not care about. So um, we offer the ability to, to really customize uh, what those, those gating functions based on policies look like. Um, and the data sources uh, we're getting from um, you know, we've got a back-end engine that's constantly watching things like, uh, you know, current CVEs and uh, popular distribution uh, bug bug reports and, and security lists and things like that. Okay. Um, so, where is this, so, you know, so there's, um, you know, there's various things that are popping into the market that are, um, you know, trying to trying to provide security. Sometimes it's it's kind of a, a complete stack approach. Um, other places. You know, especially in the container world, we're seeing a lot of modularity. Uh, you know, modularity in a lot of things. We're seeing it in in security. We're seeing it in networking. How do you guys see yourselves fitting into into the container ecosystem? Is it um, you know are there are there sort of known places that'll plug into things like Kubernetes and and uh, you know and, and and Docker and and Mesos and so forth, or is it um, kind of agnostic to, to those systems and it can kind of go anywhere or what, how, how do you see yourselves fitting into the, the broader ecosystem? Uh, yeah, I can take that one. So, um, so the, the broader ecosystem, uh, with, with Anchor, our objective is to be, uh, you know, very platform agnostic. Uh, we're really focused on, uh, what's, what's going on inside of containers, uh, because that, that's, that's a space where I think, um, you know, we're, we're, we're particularly interested and, and we think, Solving some of the problems uh, that stem from, um, you know, a, a bit of opacity uh, with containers um, uh, will have great benefit. Right? It'll it'll help people to adopt uh, container-based systems faster, which is which is really what we're after. We want to see this technology um, get into production and and solve a lot of the problems to get there. Uh, so it, it toward that end, uh, we want to be as agnostic as we can be. Um, and so far, that's 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 definitely an achievable goal. Uh, because of uh, because of where we fit in the space, yeah. what's in the container, not necessarily how they're being executed, how they're being scheduled, gotcha. um, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I, I think I think that makes a lot of sense. I, I think um, you know I, I've seen and we've talked to a number of companies who who kind of come to market. They're excited about this idea that they're gonna they're gonna help developers because developers are the new kingmakers. And and the reality is, you know, the tools that they make probably are 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 more should be in the tool belt of of operations of the security team of, of, of the network team. Um, and, and I think it makes sense to make those more modular than, than sort of built into where, you know, there's this expectation that, Oh, only the, only the developers are going to run this or it only works if you have this sort of, you know, blended team where, you know, the developers are writing code and doing ops. And so I, it's, it's a, it's a smart way to look at, at the challenge because it's still so new in these, 
in these container environments that you want to have as much kind of flexibility as possible sometimes. Yeah, there's an awful lot of churn, and, and there's there's great technology, and everything has its own strengths. Um, uh, but one of the things that, that we're, we're we're trying to find these commonalities, and uh, we we think one of the commonalities is exactly here. And you know, with with Anchor, the kind of information that we're offering um, to a user of uh, some of the tools that we're building is interesting to you know ops and security and, and valuable. Um, it might be of interest even, you know, to, to the developers themselves. And, you know, we're, we would like nothing more than for a team to kind of rally around some of the information that Anchor is able to provide um, uh, to have a common language to figure out how to, how to make things go faster, better. Right, right. Yeah, there was a, there was a really good episode of a, another podcast called uh, Arrested DevOps. Um, and there's a, a guy named Pete uh, Chesok who, who runs ThreatStack who was, you know, sort of saying, look, um, you know, there's a new mindset out there when you have all these dependencies, not that you didn't have them previously with, with Linux systems, but when you start bundling them in new ways and packaging them in new ways, you, you know, you're going to create these new, uh, you know, kind of stumbling points that maybe you didn't have before. And, and uh, you know, you've got to have the systems in place that'll sort of give you feedback to go, okay, you know, tr- don't try not to make that mistake again. And, and Oh, by the way, you know, automate it away or, or automate it, in a way that, that you're not going to, like you said, put a, put a human in there to make that mistake anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so talk a little bit, um, you know, I was reading, reading about the, about the, about the product and the technology. Um, you guys talk about sort of a reporting and, and management framework. How does that, how do you see that fitting in? You know, what are the, you know, as you, as you talk to people in the market, you talk to potential customers, what, what other sorts of, of systems or tools do they then take that data and feed it into? What's it, you know, is, are there other, you know, audit and compliance systems that, that they typically feed into? Is it, you know, is there a common thing that CISOs are looking for you to kind of integrate with? Yeah, that's a good question. I think the the, the clearest point of integration is going to be along the CI/CD chain, right? And that's that's going to be a little bit separate from the reporting and uh, analysis framework. Um, you know, my, my goal or, or our goal is to make the data that Anchor has as as flexible and available as possible to to different platforms and to different environments. I think it's a little bit early to say you know exactly where things will fit in, and I think some of the some of the specific connection points and and specific interoperability. Um, characteristics will become a little clearer as we get a little further down the road uh, with the product. But one of the goals that that we have is is definitely to provide, and I think Dan used, used these words, uh, visibility and transparency into uh, things container-related, specifically things that are in your containers. Uh, so we will definitely have a, a reporting framework of some sort. And... Um, you know, I think for for larger scale deployments, we'll probably ha- find ways to export that, that that data in ways that can be, uh, you know, sliced and diced and manipulated in in, in more advanced ways. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that um, you know the, the industry is struggling with a little bit is, you know, you've got you've got so much innovation going on, um, and and then there's there's always the question of you know uh, how do you how do you turn this into a, a viable business? So you know, people will talk about how big the Docker community is and then it's okay. You know, how do you, how do you commercialize that or, or Kubernetes or whatever? Um, you guys obviously have a, a bunch of background in that from, from eucalyptus days and ansible days. Uh, it, it looks to me, at least it wasn't obvious. Does, 
does Anchor right now sort of a um, you know non open source model in terms of of the early product, or is it just a matter of I mean, is that something that you guys feel like is necessary in this space, or um, you know you, you feel comfortable with the product the way it is 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 just a commercial offering? Oh, the whole team here, you know, we're really passionate about open source, big believers in that. So there will be uh, an Anchor open source component. Okay. Um, we're still working out some of the details there. Uh, but I think, um, you know, we, we a lot of the analysis tools will be open source. A lot of the places where people might want to plug in their own uh, modules and tools into the system will be open source. Um, we are, are planning on having... Uh, some hosted services, some software as a service platforms to help people manage their container registries and do some of the, the, the data visualization and analysis. And I think that those, those parts will probably be paid and, and commercial, uh, but there will be a big, big component or several big components that, that will be open source. Okay. Yeah. And, and the reason I ask is I don't, I don't really know what, what the right answer is. I know, you know, there, there's, there's obviously people who are like, you know, incredibly passionate about it. And then, you know, you look at, there are a number of companies today who, you know, are in the security space. You know, you look at like Bromium uh, for endpoints or Illumio or Palo Alto Networks or, you know, a number of others who, you know, they're just saying, look, I'm, I'm just providing great products. And so I don't, you know, it feels mm-hmm. like, especially with security, you know, maybe there isn't necessarily, uh, a, you know, a, a right or wrong answer there. I was just kind of curious if it was a, a trend or, uh, but that, that's good to hear that you guys sort of have a, an approach and a, and a passion to, to both you know, making the technology available, but also making it, you know, viably commercially, which is, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now how will it, how will you go to market? What's the, you know, what's the early way that people can start engaging with you guys? Um, you know, you, I heard you mention there's sort of a SaaS offering, um, you know, that you just came out. What's, what's the early engagement model for, for anybody who's interested in, in the product or the technology? Dan, you want that one or do you want me to? Um, uh, go ahead, Tim. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah, good question. Uh, you know, we're still early in the process. We're working on some uh, some proofs of concept, some you know, some cotton thread design. Uh, I think the first thing that you'll see is is a little bit more concrete product information on the website. Uh, it's it's a little bit sparse right now, but we're we're working hard on on uh, solidifying some of that. Um, we will uh, probably first offer some uh, some software downloads, some some quick and easy installs uh, for people to to start kicking the tires. Um, you know, I don't want to commit on a on a timeline there yet, but you know, stay tuned. I think over the next uh, the next few weeks uh, and and months, we'll be incrementally adding more information there, and and hopefully at some point this summer, you'll be able to uh, to get your hands on it. Um, there will be a couple different components, you know, like like you mentioned the uh, the SaaS platform and the and some command line tools that run on, on you know probably the uh, the operations people's workstations uh, things like that. Um, the details are a little fuzzy right now, but but we'll hopefully have some more information up there soon. Okay, and yeah, and, and in the time uh, on our website, we've got a beta list, and uh, we'd like nothing more than uh, for for people to come and, and um, uh, check out our white paper and uh, look, look at the beta list, sign up. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have uh, some software available. And uh, those, those who sign up on the beta list will be uh, some of the first that we reach out to to see if um, the, they'd like to be friendly users and, and uh, check, check out our tech. Okay, very cool. Um, yeah, so we'll have, we'll have the homepage 
uh, in the show notes, uh, Anchor.com. Where where do you guys expect that you'll be out and about maybe this summer? Will you be at places like DockerCon or, or places where people can, can bump into you and uh, you know talk talk face-to-face and, and maybe see some early technology? Yeah, uh, we're, we're definitely going to be at DockerCon. Um, uh, we'll be at uh, ContainerCon, um, uh, probably at VMworld. Uh, and a number of other places. So we'll definitely be around and we've got t-shirts, so you'll see our logo. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Well, cool. Well, listen, uh, guys, this has been good. It's, um, you know, this is definitely a space that, you know, like we talked about is, is evolving really quickly. And I think, um, you know, it, it feels very much like 2016 is becoming a year where, you know, people are trying to figure out, you know, op- you know, we, we, we know there's all this pent up demand from developers. It's, it's making their lives easier to, to kind of package it, get it from, from desktop into into some other you know state QA test production whatever, um, but the, but the operations teams need they need uh, some good cool technology they need some powerful technology and, and they're looking for for the things that are going to help them so this is this is really good timing and we appreciate you guys coming on and, and telling us about it um, anything any sort of last words we can we can pass along to people in terms of you know kind of what to what to watch out for or just some areas that you guys are are uh, you know really interested in in kind of trying to solve. Uh, I, I think the best thing is what, what, what Tim just mentioned. You know, we're, we're real early, uh, but we're going to be adding a lot of content to our website um, uh, real soon. Um, and uh, that'll, that'll include things like uh, a walkthrough of the technology. You know, if, if you have a Docker installation, uh, you know, here's how you use Anchor technology. Here's what the, uh, uh, some of, some of the, the questions you can ask and have answered by the tech. Here's what some of the analysis of this data can offer you. Uh, here's the control points, you know, um, complete walkthrough kind of information like that's going to be coming out real soon, uh, followed by some 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 uh, some actual software that, that you can get your hands on and try out yourself. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Well, listen, uh, it's great to have you guys on. It's uh, it's it's always great to see, um, you know, people who who, you know, kind of are continually innovating, have done this before, you know, been successful in, in building companies and are, and are building the next thing. So really excited to have you guys on. Thank you for being on tonight. Uh, folks, uh, that's going to wrap it up for tonight. Uh, for Aaron and, and Tim and Dan, thanks for listening, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Cloudcast. Please visit thecloudcast.net to find more shows, show notes, videos, and everything social media. 